0: We need to watch things die, generally from a good, safe distance. I would have loved to open this show up with the song Vicarious uh, by Tool, but I think there's probably some uh, red tape there that would get this yanked down or taken off of YouTube or something of that nature. But um, this is Talk Junkie, and I'm Justin Perkins. uh, Why do we need to see the negative Why do we need to see the hurtful things? Um, This is going to be a mini-cast, but I'm going to do a a YouTube video on this too. Uh, This is more in tune with the things I I was doing the YouTube videos on last year, and I like the videos, and um, they're fun, and they're different. So get a mini-cast, and then later on down the road, you get a YouTube video. Um, I don't particularly myself feel that way. Um, I don't know if it's a weakness or uh, if it's uh, positive. I feel it's positive. I don't know. I don't like to see misfortune in others. Um, I don't like to see tragedy. Um, I don't even watch the news. Um, but I understand that I, I'm very unique in that um, as opposed to a lot of the people I know around me. And even people who don't do so with ill intent or don't do so with a negative negative state of mind or do so out of a desire to see negative things, just a lot of people are drawn to it. A lot of people want to see other people fail. A lot of people want to see other people bleed. A lot of people want to see tragedy. And a lot of times tragedy seems to be uh, the most prevalent news in, in our life and the, the big podcast I've been researching here lately is is why the world ain't so bad after all and and looking at the statistics and looking at a lot of things, um, I think it's going to be a, a good a good show. Those shows are a little harder for me. I, I'm not good at, at remembering and quoting statistics, so I've got to have notes, and I don't like to do notes. I like to do them like this one, just freeform off the top of the head. Um, but I I feel sometimes left out of the loop because I don't like to see the bad side. Um, I don't want to ignore it. I don't want to not acknowledge its existence because that's very dangerous. Uh, and, and I'm not promoting that in any way, st- shape, or form. But I do want to give it its space, its breath, in and, and the proper respect. And uh, a lot of times, you know, something horrible and negative will happen. And I'll have very limited knowledge of it. I'll know the basics because I feel that's all I need to know. I don't. I don't need to go in depth about things. Um, and then I'll know a lot of really horrible jokes related to that topic. Uh, and I think people look at a dark sense of humor and things of that nature uh, as as antisocial or very negative. A lot of times, it's just a way of of. Um, I don't know. I, I, first of all, I don't think anything's off the table to be joked about anything at all uh but secondly i feel like that's the way some people process negative situations is is through humor and often dark humor but you know in today's world you you can't do that uh in, in a lot of in a lot of areas it it's just in a lot of areas you can't express yourself in any way you can't say anything but that's a different mini cast in itself um but this desire this desire to see the bad, to see—it's—it's it's often seems to be a, a fairly American trait to me, because you know, big surprise, I'm American. Um, I don't know how prevalent it is other places. and I'm not allowed to see, you know, I don't—I don't have the opportunity to see the news other places. I have, throughout the years, had a couple contacts who live overseas. A guy I worked with at. Uh, a job in Winchester. His brother uh, left here uh, at the age of 18 into the military, uh, and I'm 37, and he's probably four years older than me, and he's never been back. So you're looking at a guy that's probably spent 30 some years, uh, or you know, you know, close close to closer to 30 than 20 outside of the country, and, and you know, he and I used to stay in contact. We no longer are, and. And the way that things are reported, and the way that things are looked at, at least at that time outside of the U.S., was stunning. You know, um, there didn't seem to be, at least from his um, observation, a negative skew on many things. Um, you know, and, and negativity seems to sell. Negativity seems. To... They bombed the World Trade Center. You know, it became a positive thing. As far as the connection it gave people, because for a short time we were united as a country, but I don't know that a positive thing could have led to that type of unity, but in fairness, could a positive thing have affected that many people's lives in that um, that large of a way collectively and could, a positive thing can't cause fear. And often fear brings unity and, and fear brings ratings and, and things of that nature uh, as far as media goes. So uh, the media is always very negatively laced. Uh, and, and it causes a false perception uh, of what the world is and, and where we are at uh, as a people and as a country. But um, on the flip side of that... We have this desire in us to seek out negative. At least some people do. I don't feel that that's necessarily uh, across the board. And it may not even be the the majority. I, I believe that just in some aspects of life... The negative is more appealing, one of those things being uh, media and entertainment culture. The negative seems to be you want to see the star fail because in some way you feel like a failure yourself because the star has accomplished something you have not. You want to see the politician fail. Um probably because you know they're a monster and they're pretending to not be outwardly. You know, you want to see the other side go down because you want your side to feel dominant and uh, correct and prosperous. And that's probably leading to some of the negative portrayals of certain things. And and that that bleeds into... Uh, certain people and certain things, for, whether it be uh, media or, or or you know written news, uh, to the guy next door who they have an agenda, they have an opinion, and they want to express it. Often, the loudest voices come from the smallest group of individuals, but the voice is so loud it infiltrates everything around it, and and I think that often is where we get this negative influence in our society the negative voice just seems to be so much louder than the positive and you have people like myself who have a disdain a deep disdain for this negative influence for this negative voice and i don't really respond with a positive voice i just simply ignore it and go on about my life so i feel that a lot of people rationalize you know okay they're they're over-the-top negative on all these things. All these different people in my life are overly negative. Let me just ignore that and be positive myself. Well, that works really well for you, but it doesn't always help further uh, the, the point that we are a fairly positive species. You have to be, it's pragmatic because you, there has to be a sense of negativity. There has to be a sense of fear sometimes, a sense of struggle to keep you working to survive. On the other hand, there has to be the desire for a positive outcome, the hope for a positive outcome, and the work towards a positive outcome, a lot of times, to even succeed. So, as we become a softer, more complicated society, a society not honestly struggling the way societies have struggled in the past, and if you look at the numbers, we're not uh, poverty is, is tremendously down. It's not zero, which would be ideal. But the positive aspect is poverty is extremely down. The negative aspect is poverty in our country is very much right in front of our faces and nobody's doing anything about it. Or That's the perception. A lot of people are working behind the scenes. A lot of people are working. We don't feel like our government's doing anything to help or enough to help. And they very well may not be doing anything of any real benefit. They have the ability to... to Try to help and do so in the worst possible way, um, and that's a bipartisan effort, effort uh, by, far and away. So the the perception is the 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 broadcast is poverty is rampant. Poverty isn't rampant. Poverty is much higher than it should be. But if you look at it from the point of poverty is not rampant, and we are much better off than we should be, and we have the ability to approach this issue, attack this issue, and rectify this issue to a large degree because poverty is not as prevalent as perceived, then that becomes a much easier task. But if you look at the task in the aspect that poverty is relentless, poverty is overwhelming, poverty is so prevalent... That we're behind the eight ball and we don't know what to do. There's no way to house, feed, clothe, and help these people, to get these people the psychiatric care and the health care and, and, and the services that they need because we're so overwhelmed with this massive poverty, poverty. Well, that's the portrait we're often given. And it's much harder to attack the problem from that point of view than it is from the point of view that poverty is not so prevalent. So see, a lot of times this negative skew that's placed on things is, grossly inaccurate and a lot of times it doesn't really affect us a lot of times it just feeds our desire for entertainment but sometimes it becomes debilitating and it in effect disrupts our ability to rectify serious issues and and, and so this lean towards a negative culture becomes into the forefront we're not a negative culture as a whole. Positive, positive outreach and positive influence and, and, and positive thought processes are almost always met with positivity. I meet people all the time who are extremely negative. Who, It's always bad. It's always worse. But if you approach them with logic positivity and sensibility, a lot of times, that reciprocates. You understand? I, I have things that are very positive in my life, things that others may look at as a, you know, well, it's easy to be positive about this situation because you're here, but look over here. Over here, you're not in the positive side, Yeah, but i got to still try to look at it positively because... There's nothing forcing me to look at it negatively other than a societal influence from a very small group of people. So it's an option. It's an option to look at it positively or negatively. I'm not always going to be able to take the positive. Look, we're programmed in a lot of ways. I honestly believe somewhat out of self-defense, somewhat out of self-preservation, to look at something negatively and go, wait a minute. You know, that's that's not where I want to be. That's not what I want to happen. That's because that in itself is a negative thing, and and. And, and and I need to fear that, and I need to look at that, and I need to emphasize that, and I need to focus on that negativity because that could save my life. That's self-preservation. There's no doubt. I mean, it. you know, I have not got my degree yet in, in anything, especially psychiatry or, or anything of any level of expertise. That is purely an opinion. But it seems rational to me. That's self-preservation. Now, there are people out there that are just... Sad, negative people and they need others to fail to lift them up they need others to fail to justify to themselves why they are the monsters they are and maybe those people got a bad shake maybe those people are lazy and don't want to work at improving we sit and do maybes all day those people can affect you. To sit and and to be um, ignorant to the fact that those people can have an impact on your life is being disingenuous. That's being facetious to say that those people can't in any way bring a negative to you. Because they do. And they can. It's possible. But you can outweigh that. You know, if, if the news led with... And this is my opinion. If the news led on one particular evening with a very positive, uplifting event, I think the reaction to that story would be great. If the news led, another news organization led that evening with a horrible tragedy, the reaction to that would be massive. Concern. Desire to be informed. Some people just want to see the wreck. They just want to see the mangled bodies. They just want to see the blood. But a lot of people, it's genuine concern. Now, if these two news organizations continue down this path for an extended amount of time, news organization A is bringing you positivity, bringing you the good things in life, very little bad things mixed in. Well, news organization B is bringing you only the negative Maybe once a week, once a month, a couple times a year, they'll pop in a feel-good story. They'll pop it in the middle or at the main end. They won't lead with it. No way. They're going to lead with that negativity. If they can bury it in the middle in between commercials, they may do that. If they can throw it in as a throwaway at the main end, as that little feel-good throwaway story to get a smile on the anchor's face, they will. But for a year, Group A and Group B continue down this path. Well, two things happen. One, as a collective, as a group, both individuals listening to News A and News B have one issue. They're ill-informed. They're not getting an objective view of the world with equal amounts of good and bad. It may feel good to see only that good, but there is some negative, and, and you're missing it, and vice versa. But my assumption would be, and this is purely an assumption, and the way media is accessible now, and, and our ability to to obtain uh, information and knowledge now, I don't know how you'd study this. I don't know. It'd be hard. It, it would almost have to be, uh, you know, looked at in a vacuum, in a very controlled situation. But no matter how much the desire to be informed and to participate in the ritual of, let's say these are just evening news organizations, and that's the only news you're getting is this. No matter the desire for the ritual of watching the news, my assumption would be, and I truly feel this would flush out with with the right experiment, that within a, a fair amount of time, a balanced amount of time, group A, the group getting the positive news, would lose interest in the news, possibly gain more interest in themselves and their surroundings and the community around them, and possibly have the desire to do good, to do more good. A small percentage would become complacent and feel like things were just too good. Let it go. Bring me the negative. On the other side, Group B, I feel, would become enthralled and, and and entangled in this web of negativity that comes at them, and overly concerned, and and they would become anxious and and depressed and and restless and and worry filled, and they would not lose interest in it. They would have to watch every night, see the world crumble around them. They need to see it, and I think for the most part they would become. Reclusive, depending on that information, wanting that information every night, but having less and less contact with the outside world. I think a small, not maybe not small, but I think a group of that people would have the same response as a group of people who saw the good and and want to do something to help, because it would it would it would play on uh, their desire to help the world. So I think you need a mix, but I think more importantly, you need not put as much value on things as far as them being negative or positive and put more value on experience and and things that you can see to be true in front of you. And that, that puts a perspective on it that that you can't really get um, from from others you know, from other situations. But that's me. You know, I don't like to watch things die. Not even from a good safe distance. Um, I like to see things thrive, and if they're bad things, I like to oppose them with an opinion that's thought out and calculated, and and at least uh, considerate of of the situation. But again, that's me, and uh, you know, not everyone is going to feel that way, and that's okay. Makes us different, but try it. Try, try to seek out the positive and limit the negative. And people confuse that. Don't become ignorant to you, the world around you. There's a lot of bad in the world. But there's a lot of things painted to be worse than they are. There's just as many things painted to be better than they are. On on certain fronts. Take the time to research, understand, and appreciate. What's what? Uh, Again, you guys, I've got a lot of feedback on stuff that's awesome. Uh, I am going to do a lot more YouTube videos uh, in the the coming time. So help me get that out and, and get the subscribers up and get that... Please share like this. Uh, somebody's listening to it. I don't know who. Uh, it's enough people that the listens go up enough that I look at it and go, okay. Then I can justify doing another episode. Probably gonna do it anyway at this point because I just love it. I love the the opportunity to sit down and and just to to look at these things, to think about them, to discuss them. And on certain ones, just doing the research is fun. Um, you know, I do plan on having guests down the road. Uh, I want to get my sound quality a little better when I'm running multiple mics, but I also want to find people that truly want to do it and are truly comfortable doing it and can truly add a lot of conversation and, and, and good conversation to it but uh author j perk two one three at gmail dot com youtube pages uh J Perkins. Um, it's me on the microphone standing and talking as uh, a picture I'm not important enough for it to be way up there I'd say on most people searches um, Facebook if you want to message me through Facebook I do use the messenger I do not however really get on there very often unless it's just to promote something so um, you know you can put comments in the YouTube videos uh, you can email me comments or you can mail them to me through the Facebook page which is author Jay Perkins, uh, on Facebook Uh, i got a new book should be coming out fairly soon. So that will result in me using that Facebook uh, much more often for a little short spurt. Uh, So if you want to find it there, again, get me there. But um, I don't know when this will be released because sometimes I do these and hold them just to have stuff to release. Expect these mini casts. But uh, if it is after uh, the 30th of January, which is a Thursday, the Red Spotted Newt, R-E-A-D, the Red Spotted Newt in Hazard, Kentucky will be open. It's a local bookstore. If you live there locally, please pick my books up there. That would mean more to me than anything if you went there and bought my books. Um, you know, that's the only place locally you can get my books. So if you, if you want to go there and get them, that would make me, very, very happy. If you don't live locally and you can't get them there, you can get them on Amazon. Cole Kingdom's available on Amazon. Uh, the one I wrote for my son, um, Everyone's Different Just Like Me is on there, and the Boy Superhero Hearing is on there. So Again, you can get them on Amazon, uh, but if you live local, please go to Red Spotted Newt and get them. That would be awesome. Um, thanks. You guys have a good day. we